Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back. We uh, we took a another spring break, but we're back. We got a lot to talk about. Got a big quarterback commit. Uh, picked up a running back in the in the portal. A little Georgia Florida news. And what's ailing baseball? So we got a lot to talk about while we're here. Israel and I are here to talk about it right here on Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Roll the intro. All right, welcome back, man. We we took a little spring break. Israel had spring practice. We had some senior exam stuff happening. A lot of things going on for a couple educators in the month of May. If you're an educator, you know what the month of May looks like. If you're an educator and a football coach, it's even more hectic. But we are here. Lots to talk about. Israel, I looked at your – I saw your ring. I saw the picture of y'all's ring, dude. Y'all spared no expense. That thing was pretty sweet. Yeah, we, did. we didn't, man. We we finally got them this this past Friday, and um, you know, really excited about it. Um, you know, we let the seniors get theirs first because uh, they're really the catalyst of this group. Um, a really, really relentless group. Um, kind of like the uh, the twenty twenty one UGA defense. You know, that group that came through. Um, so you know, we we're really excited. Um, it was a great night to be a work county Gator. Heck yeah, man. Uh, I hope I can win a state championship in my next stop just to get a ring just like you. So I'm uh, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm not going to lie. But uh, we, speaking of rings, we are presented by betonline.ag. It continues to be your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Don't forget the NHL playoffs, too. It's uh, – the conference final. I think the conference finals are are upon us, so that's going to be exciting. So, Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs for basketball, MLB, and NHL, golf to UFC and boxing. This is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and car games available to play right from your home. Whoever plays Caribbean, whoever plays Caribbean poker. My hat's off to you because I have no idea what's going on in that one, uh, but that's probably available right there on betonline.ag. So get in on the action today. Head to the website, or you can hop on your mobile device to join. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to f- receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is where the game starts. You made any bets lately? I have not. Man, we've been so busy with recruiting and spring ball, and you know those of you who, you know, want to bash teachers and stuff, won't you come try being it? You know, try being a coach and a teacher at the same time with exams. In the month of May, yeah. Um, You know, all this stuff going on, getting ready for graduation. You know, it ain't for the week, I tell you that. No, it's not. It's not at all for the week. And people who think they can do it while getting yelled at by kids because they don't want to do their homework and classwork and don't want to sit down and don't want to stop acting crazy – 
just come give it a shot. You, you, you'll look like me by the end of the year. Frazzled. Look, man, we were just talking about, I mean, when COVID hit, you know, it was a terrible, terrible thing for COVID to hit, but it really showed how important we as teachers are. And it really showed parents just how bad at some of you kids are. Like we're, we're not lying when you get those phone calls and those notes sent home. Like your kid is, is, is something else. I'll put mm-hmm. it like that. That's the nice way. That is a nice way. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, much respect to you, Israel. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're going through spring practice. I'm not going through spring practice right now. I have something on the horizon. I'm not going to say it yet until I sign the papers, but I have something on the horizon uh, in the coaching world. So my, uh, my, I guess you'd call it sabbatical didn't last too, too long. So that's exciting. I'll be working with, I'll be working with tight ends and, and uh, backs If uh, not, if when this officially becomes official. So that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about that when that uh, when that rolls around. But we got a lot on the docket tonight uh, as we record here on a Tuesday night. You'll see this happy Wednesday. Uh, Dylan Rayola committed yesterday. Big big news for Jordan. I mean, I don't think any of us are shocked. He was we well, was believed to be a silent commit, I think, and then he finally just said, "Hey, let's let's roll." So, uh, number one quarterback for the class of twenty twenty four. Very exciting to get him. Uh, this makes our quarterback room that much more interesting with this whole competition we got with Carson Beck, who will be gone uh, probably after this season. Uh, then you have Brock Vandegrift, Carson Beck, or Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton, and then you add Rayola to the mix. Let's focus on Rayola. What is he like when you, when you when you watch him? What jumps off the page at you when you watch his film? Uh, just how big he is. You know, he's six three. You know, two ten. Um, you know, he's currently you know one of the bigger quarterbacks that we have in the room right now, um, and that's just coming in. So you know, he's only going to get bigger and stronger. You know, as he comes in. But the savviness of this kid, you know, is absolutely amazing. You know, one thing about the quarterback position. You know, one thing that Stetson brought, you know, to the table was a way to use your legs, you know, be, being able to make plays, extend plays, um, things like that. So I think this kid, you know, if you combine him and, and things that Gunnar Stockton does um, with his with his legs, um, you know, with the arm talent, I mean, this kid is is is, is phenomenal. Um, the fact that we were able to get him, you know, considering everything that goes on with recruiting and and, you know, so many schools that's now just throwing the ball around left and right, you know, for us to get him, you know, on the silent commit. I mean, he was committed for, for a very, very long time, you know, before they made it public. Um, but, you know, even with a coordinator change and things like that, you know, it just shows you in case y'all were wondering out there, Bulldog Nation. You know, uh, Mike Bubba is a phenomenal recruiter as well. Um, he's a great developer of quarterbacks. Um, and if you saw, like I said, in the spring game, we're not going to skip a beat on offense. So, I mean, the weapons we have out wide – coming in um and this kid coming in as well to add to the qb room um as far as competition things like that i mean there, there's no doubt in my mind that Georgia's going to be a high profile offense sooner rather than later well we already kind of are it's just gonna be it's just gonna kind of continue but yeah i mean mike bobo was a huge huge part in landing dylan rayola uh, you know, his dad is friends with Matt Stafford, uh, Sean Chappis, you know, a whole lot of whole lot of dogs in, in, uh, in his family's inner circle. So, 
you had that going on and then, you know, to, to come in and say, okay, I'm going to be the next up in, in this line of great Georgia quarterbacks. And, and uh, he, he wanted every part of it, but yeah, I mean, just going back to just watching him on tape, what jumps out to me, not only is his size, he's a big imposing quarterback and, and it just jumps off the page physically, uh, but just how comfortably and how just at ease he looks flinging the ball down the field. I mean, he, He's so fluid in the pocket. He's got such a dynamic arm. The ball just explodes right off of his right off of his hand. It just looks so effortless when he makes some of these throws. And it's uh the, the accuracy to go along with that is also quite impressive because when sometimes when you get these, especially at the high school age, when you get these powerful quarterbacks, sometimes you don't always know where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can I mean he can he can drop it in a bucket. Um, and and he he can make just about every throw, and it's just his overall game just is impressive. And Israel, one of the things that that I looked at when he he was a lot of some of these throws are him sta- staring down the barrel of a rush, and he doesn't yeah. flinch, and he just he puts it right on him. So you know the poise in the pocket, I think, will probably serve him the best in this league. Absolutely. I mean, Arizona is putting out some some phenomenal quarterbacks. You know, you, you got the uh, Spencer Rattler that came out of Arizona um, as well. You know, we played Chandler a couple of years ago when I was at Badosta um, in the uh, Geico Bowl um, that they do for high school. Um, Arizona's got some, got some players. You know, I'm surprised that Arizona State, you know, with um, things Dillingham um, over at Arizona State, wasn't able to, to keep him, you know, in state. Um, so for him to decide to come to Georgia, you know, is huge, you know, um, and, and, and kudos to, to our recruiting staff, you know, Chappis is, is on deck mm-hmm. um, with that, you know, uh, Stafford and his crew and, and things like that. You know, when you got a lot of people in your ear, um, you know, that have your best interest at heart um, and you want to play for, for a program, you know, that, that is now, you know, developed, that is developing quarterbacks um, left and right, you know, things like that. So, you know, our recruiting department is, is, head and shoulders above everybody you know i was listening to jake today you know he said um he was talking about kirby and he said that kirby took you know what the sec's done and and perfected it and i think mm-hmm. he has you know yeah. and you look at, you look at alabama you know and kind of what they've done they kind of make same set the blueprint you know but uh kirby smart is now building the house you know what i mean so you know it's, it's just an awesome thing to see you know georgia you know do the things that we we expected them to do for forever, you know, because first of all, got to spend money, you know, mm-hmm. with the digital things that we're doing, you know, in recruiting and things like that, that we're doing, you know, that goes a long way, you know, and when Kirby took over, you know, that was one thing he brought from Alabama because Alabama was already head and shoulders above everybody. So now you take that blueprint. Now you perfect it. And that's what Kirby's done. And with Rayola coming in, now you start to get those high profile receivers and us getting guys out of high school is huge because now you're developing those guys from day one as freshmen and mm-hmm. then you keep it rolling instead of having to go to the portal, you know, every, every semester. Pretty yeah. And what's going to be great is, you know, the portal is for a supplemental player here, supplemental player there. Uh, you know, just like we have a small hole there, small hole there. We need to fill, and you bring in those portal guys, but the influx of high schoolers coming in, it just it just helps build that that okay. Uh, Lad McConkey, this is his last year. 
he'll be gone, but that's okay. This guy will step, you know, Jackson Meeks will step up. And then, you know, the guy behind him and the guy behind him and the guy behind him. And then you get Lovett and Rara Thomas. They come in, they make their quick contribution and they get out. And then it's just, you know, it just the way he manages the roster, I, I think has been phenomenal. Absolutely. I mean, high school kids, I mean, when this, this COVID year thing happened, I think it's 2026, you know, after talking to recruiters, uh, 25, 26, when this whole COVID year deal kind of phases out. And once they fix mm-hmm. the portal, if they ever decide to fix it, um, you're going to see a lot more colleges, big time colleges, you know, going you know back into high schools and, and getting high school kids. Because, I mean, let's, at the end of the day, like you said, if you get a kid in the portal, he's going to be there for a year, you know, maybe two at most, you know, and if he's unhappy, he's probably going to leave. You know, well, you know so you who's going to clear out the portal is Coach Prime. He's going to clear it out because he's got no other choice. He's got to be committed to as well. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's doing, he's, doing what he's, he has to do. As, he knows as what much he's doing. doing. Hey, man, you've seen Colorado. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's <laughs> you, this you is the pl- for people to say this wasn't the plan all along is completely ridiculous. You know, and it's like when Kirby came in, you know, we were. We're, we're still in that recruiting war as well. You know, now we're starting to get those guys from the Texas and the Arizonas, you know, coming across country. I mean, Rob Byers came all the way from Cali, you know, so you're telling me that USC and, and UCLA, you know, weren't tantalizing to go to, you know, he comes all the way over and goes to Georgia, you know, and that was during the COVID situation as well. So, you know, it just goes to show you what we're doing at UGA right now is just head and shoulders, um, better than it's ever been and almost, you know, better in the whole entire nation. Yeah. Well, it's the, this, this commitment has been getting quite the, quite the stir. Ryan Wingo, uh, you know, he, his, his antennas are up now. Uh, he's from St. Louis. He's a five-star wide receiver, six, two target. Uh, his antennas are up now. Nye Carr is very, very excited. He's already in the boat from, from Colquitt, uh, Peyton Woodyard, is also very excited. He's a safety from Cali, uh, St. John Bosco. I mean, you're you're getting all kind of reactions from from yeah, different man, people. You're getting them from coast to coast, baby. Coast, you to know coast. it, dude. We once nationwide. We Just once we start we, tapping into Michigan and Rhode Island and and Boston, you know, it's it's, 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 it's going to take off. Well, we're already in Philly, man. So you know, it, we're already taking over the state of Pennsylvania. So absolutely, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm yeah, I'm definitely. Definitely good with that. So um, just keep your eyes out because this recruiting is going to pick up big time, big, big, big time. So uh, we'll, there, there's going to be some some other commits coming down the pike uh, just in a little bit. So keep your eyes out. There's, there's a certain – I'm not going to name the name because I don't want to jinx it, but there's a certain receiver at a certain university that we just took down in the Peach Bowl – that is now looking towards Athens. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx it. Well, so, if, speaking if, of the portal. That, that happened. Let me tell you something. I see 3P. No doubt. No doubt. Well, that would be, that. by the time that happened, that would be a 4P because we would already had the 3P. Ah, that's very true. So, that'd be a 4P. But we have to get to three Pete to get to the to to Dylan to to Rayol and his his cast of absolutely studs. And then you know I was reading a, uh, an article you know that uh, that Anthony Dash shout out to Dash. Um, they oh my uh, man, Rose Dash! Um, 
you know, having that kid and then watching him during spring and seeing the thing that he's done as well. Um, watching him bounce back from the injuries is incredible. Watching, you know, watching those, that receiver room work um, and the talent that is in that receiver room is absolutely, you know, pound for pound. You know, we we are we're deadly on the outside on the perimeter. So um, bringing a kid yeah. like that in and, and watching Carson do what he what he's done and, and able to, you know, accept coaching uh, um, and push the ball downfield and what we got in the backfield, what we got up front because uh, Mr. Mims is a man child fan yes. praying that crew mm-hmm. um, you know our office side of the ball you know is is absolutely amazing and and shout out to, to all the coaches on that side um, we already know what the defense is going to do you know Kirby has, has his, his blueprint on that but mm-hmm. see our offense you know still still live and well uh, through this coordinator change um, is is absolutely amazing and I can't wait for this thing to kick off here in the fall Yes, I can't either. And speaking, you said backfield. You mentioned the word backfield. Uh, that that's a good transition here, Lineth. I think it's Lineth or Lineth Whitehead. Um, he is uh, hit, he hit the portal. Uh, he's prospect class twenty twenty. He's an Athens native. He went on up to Knoxville. Thought he was uh, thought he was going to be a Vol for life, VFL. But he's decided that's not right for him. So he's coming back home to Georgia. Uh, he played eight games for the Vols in 2021, recorded 32 carries for 207 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Uh, he sustained an upper body injury, a shoulder, that, and, had, and had surgery that sidelined him for the entire season last year. So he is uh, looking to play some football. Um, so he brings his injury bug into an already injury-riddled uh, running back room because Branson Robinson had a toe injury in the spring. Uh, Kendall Milton uh, had a had a nice little nagging hamstring, and uh, Dejon Edwards had had some stuff going on. Um, you know, minor stuff, but again, it's that annoying nagging stuff. So you can't add too many running backs because it appears that our running backs are going to be dealing with some of these nagging stuff. So it's good to have Lenneth Whitehead. Absolutely, and I mean, you know, Dale McGee's done such a good job with the running backs. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty much running back you now, you know, um, and you always go back to the brew plan, you know, um, Alabama had it with that, that slew of running backs that they had for so many years. And now, you know, we go from, you know, the no shots and Thomas Brown's Lumpkin, uh, D-Ware and that crew, just guys that I remember, you know, when I was there and then you go to Gurley and Keith Marshall, um, you know, then you go to Swift and Chubb and Sonny Michelle. You know, now you're getting to the point to where it just depends on what day it is. You know, because you get you went from Milton and then you went from McIntosh and then you went from Dejon Edwards. Now you got Branson Robinson. Then you got this kid moving in as well. So, you know, it's just it's it's an amazing deal that one you can keep these guys happy because we haven't had a running back transfer. And two, you know, the great coaching that these guys are getting every day, day in and day out. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So I'm excited to see this room eat, man. I I, I want to see Kendall Milton get after it this year. Just want to see him stay healthy, too. Because yeah. he's going to be, he's going to be a nightmare for, for defensive players around man. the league. If you've and seen his so, father, there's yeah. no doubt as, as big he was going to be. And he's such, I mean, all, all these kids, you know, and I say kids, but, you know, meeting them, you know, for the first time and, you know, you would think that their head would be this big, but I mean, they're, they're already 
great kid. You know, you know, Arian Smith, you know, like I said, I sat with him um, during, during our, our coaching clinic and talked with him. Um, great kid. Um, just, just great character guys all around, you know, and, you know, you, you hate because, you know, we had a little bit of trouble, you know, hit the newspapers the other day. But, you know, outside of things like that, you know, from from a totality standpoint, you know, these kids are awesome. Um, and that's what it takes. You know, there's not a lot of me guys on the, in this group. And I think uh, the whole staff does a great job of, you know, making everybody important. You know, you're, you're, what you do is important. You know, just going to class, you know, sitting up in meetings, things like that, you know, um, is building a great culture at Georgia. And it's, if we keep this thing rolling like it's supposed to, I mean, we're pretty much we're pretty much a dynasty now. We're pretty much setting this thing up to, you know, be really, really deadly for, for a very, very long time. Very much so. Very much so. It's just kind of it, it. We're spoiled right now, and I can't understate that. Like we're we're in the middle of one of the most incredible runs in college football. You know, especially if we get a three peat, and, and with the schedule the way it's set up, it's it's looking more and more like that. But you know, let's let's jump into a, a little scheduling deal that I think is interesting. That's going to possibly open the door for something that Kirby's been wanting for a long, long time now. Which is Georgia, Florida, due to uh, due to ja- the Jaguars renovating whatever they're calling that stadium now. It's going to force Georgia, Florida, to go home and home for a two year cycle before they return back to Jacksonville. And once they go home and home, they may never go back to Jacksonville. Yeah, unless there's some contractual stuff that they have to obligate. And it's too big to get out of. But again, these two universities could come together and say, Jacksonville, you can kick rocks. We're going to go home and home now. We're going to go on campus. You know, we're going to host. We're going to host Georgia in the swamp. And Georgia's like, yeah, we're going to host. We're going to host Florida between the hedges. So I'm pumped for it. I want to. I, I this. You know, I haven't seen this since. I don't. I don't know how old you were, uh, 94, 95. But I was late elementary school. I was in fourth, fifth grade. So I remember this. It was weird seeing it, but I remember Spurrier hanging 55 on us between the hedges, which that that wasn't great. But um, I just remember it like Florida is playing in Athens. This is odd. This is not yeah. this, this doesn't look right, but I'm all for it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this is something that's here to stay. I'll, I'll even take the the uh, three year cycle of home away Jacksonville, home away Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, I'll even take that. I'll even take that split. I'm good with that. Yeah, you're always gonna miss it, you know, because it is Jacksonville, and you know that's kind of what, what we've been accustomed to for a very, very long time. But I think it's time. You know, I think it's time for it to be home and home. If you think all the big rivalries, you know, the true rivalries are playing at each other's stadium. You know, you got LSU versus Alabama. You know, Auburn versus um, Auburn Alabama Iron Bowl. Yeah. You know, um, you know all, all the big Florida. rivalries. Yeah, all the big rivalry games are played in the home stadium, you know. So having you know Georgia, Florida, you know, playing home and home is going to be going to be huge, you know. And we're doing renovations at at Sanford Stadium, um, Dooley Field right now. So I mean, it can hold everybody that's going to be there. The money, the revenue that's going to be made, you know, for each school, you know, with with the traffic and everything coming in. So I mean, I think I think it's going to be huge. You know, that game is already big in Jacksonville. So now just imagine how big it's going to be when you bring it to Athens and when you bring it to Gainesville. Now, all you South Georgia dogs, is that going to upset you guys too much or no? No. I mean, Gainesville, literally from my house, is two and a half hours. 
Like to to Ben Hill Stadium is two and a half hours. It so takes longer to get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember you know driving through driving through uh, to Naples on seventy five. It's like like my landmarks are like okay. I know I'm halfway when I get to Valdosta because we stay in Valdosta uh, every time we go, or we stay in like Adel or Valdosta, just somewhere like right in that little little uh, little corridor, and then uh, and then we get up the next morning, and then we drive the Florida leg, which is you know our first major, our first major. Um, Landmark is is Gainesville. Mm-hmm. You know, Lake City just kind of we just know we just crossed into Florida, but Gainesville's like okay, we're getting somewhere. Then it's Ocala, yeah. then it's Tampa, and then it's Fort Myers, and then we know we're in the home stretch when we hit Fort Myers. But uh, it's a long drive, dude. Jacksonville, you go left Gainesville, you just keep going straight. That's yeah, so it doesn't doesn't make a difference for you. So um, you'll still get that Florida feel. Um, every other year, but like I know, I know, like a lot of people that I knew from South Georgia are like, man, we can't, we cannot get rid of this game. This is like our Super Bowl. Like this is the, this is the one game we look forward to because it's actually closer to go to Jacksonville than it is to Athens. So I, I didn't know how big of a factor that would be. I was kind, I was, I was, I was always kind of curious because, like you know, you hear from a few people and you're just like, okay, well, you know, that's just that's just you. I, w- I wonder how, you know, the vast majority of the people that live down in that area would would feel about that but i mean y'all come to y'all come to regular home games anyway so it doesn't matter does it and it's usually the northern georgia people because they take the saint simons to savannah and come down um, yeah you know it's usually those are the ones that complain but for us you know from the making down i mean it's it's not really not really a big deal for us you know you're, and it's literally you're, a straight you're going to- you just keep riding and yeah. you run right into it and you know the stadium, Ben Hill Griffin, is really not that far off the exit. So now that traffic is going to be hell, you know, because you got this, the exit is right here. Literally, the stadium's what maybe four four miles from that stadium from the stadium. So you know, don't know where other people can park at, but it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. I might have to go to the swamp. I like I, I've never been to the swamp. I'm going to have to go there. Um, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to make some SEC trips here, but you know. We're coaches, so it's kind of hard to get out during the season. But you know, absolutely, it is really, really hard. I try to go to one Georgia game a year, um, and it's usually during my birthday because usually we kind of got a break um, before we start playoffs. But this year, after yeah. we played coffee, you know, I went to the Tennessee game. So that was not a bad one to go to. I might go to the Tennessee game this year. Do you want to? Do you want to oh, come yeah. to Knoxville? I might try to work up a trip to Knoxville if you want to come. Still got nightmares from that stadium. <laughs> a little PTSD. So, all right. Well, uh, before we jump out of here, we're going to go a little bit over time. We're not going to keep it right at thirty minutes, but we're going to go a little over time. But I want to talk baseball for a second. We haven't we haven't really talked baseball in a long time because we had draft, we had all kind of stuff, and I want to talk baseball Listen. a little bit because we are struggling. All right, pitching is non-existent. Just got, just got our ass handed to us by Missouri. Got swept. In Columbus, who Missouri, if you're not, if you haven't been paying attention, they're probably the worst team in the conference, um, statistically going into the weekend. Um, now those probably that's probably flipped with us. Now we're in danger of not making the conference tournament. Strict, uh, no pitching. Our, our hitting's okay, but hitting, as you know, is a very streaky thing to rely on. You can't rely on hitting. The Yankees tried to rely on hitting in the postseason last season. 
and they ended up getting knocked out early because they couldn't because Aaron Judge went in a little slump and that wasn't enough. So you can't rely on hitting. If you don't have pitching, whether it's injuries or just people just not being as good as you thought they were or not developing or not having good game management with, with calling pitches, whatever the factor is, Georgia's pitching just isn't there. And, of course, yeah. it falls on the shoulders of Scott Strickland. Is he on the hot seat or should he be on the hot seat? Now he is. You know, I've, I've been a big Coach Strickland fan for, for a very, very long time. And right now, our recruiting is not matching what, what we expect from our baseball team, really. Um, we're, we're missing guys. You know, I think it's time for us to hit the Portland baseball. You know, we let a kid that is – he plays – I forget where he plays from, but he's from Athens Academy. You know, the kid's batting like over 400, you know. And we let him slip through and go to a JUCO school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just things like that. You know, there's a lot of great baseball players that are just in that area of Atlanta. You know that that we're missing. You know, um, we got a kid here at Lowndes that's going to South Carolina. You know, um, so we're, we're missing out, and I don't know what it is. Um, you know, because Georgia has a really good baseball tradition. You know, at the end of the day, but. You know, we we got to hit the recruiting trail. That, that's what yeah, we had to do. Sure. You know, yeah. we had to get some portal kids. Um, you know, some of the guys that's on the team we got to might pull have, have to pull a Dion. Like, look, cuz this this just ain't it. You know, you need to get in the portal yourself because we're gonna go get some dogs. You know, and right now the pitching is, is the biggest deal. You know, when you're pitching really, really well, you know, you know you got a guy, you have confidence in that guy to go out there and 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 you know get you some strikes, get you some outs. You know, hitting gets a whole lot easier. But when you're having to manufacture runs and, you know, that puts a lot of pressure when you're at the plate, it doesn't go well at all. You know, the mm-hmm. odds are definitely not in your favor. You know, they say, you know, you fail more times than not in baseball, but hell, we're, we're failing a lot and at a lot of different places right now. I mean, defense is good. You know, we're not committing a lot of errors. You know, we're not doing that, but we're losing on the mountain at the plate right now. We're yeah, we just can't. Our run production is not matching the runs that we're giving up and not because of errors, just because teams are just hitting the ball and they're just getting around the bases. I mean, they're just, they're hitting a long way. They're hitting it in gaps. They're hitting it solid. They're barreling up a lot of these, a lot of these baseballs. And you can't have that when, when you're trying, like you get on a run with a really good lineup, like four, three, four, five runs should be enough. Most nights. If, if you're pitching well, Kate, like, occasionally you're going to have to have your pitchers bail you out when, when the offense is struggling. Yes. And occasionally you have to have your bats bail you out when you, when you can't seem to find the plate. But not all the time. Like one can't yeah. be that, – that ratio can't be too far in one direction, whether it's, mm-hmm. one, whether it's you have great pitching but you can't, you can't hit a lick or you have zero pitching but you're mashing all the time but you're losing games 16 to 12. Because you yeah. can't, you can't keep them out. You can't keep them off the bases. So, and that's what George is doing. Like the ratio's gotten way too far out of hand. Where when, when we were put, we had a really good stretch of baseball in the middle of the season where it was kind of more even, and we were playing more complimentary baseball. Now it's just gotten out of hand. So I, I think it falls on Strickland. Love the guy. I think he, I think he's good, but I think he's maxed out. Like I think he's topped out on what what he's able to do. Like he's not 
the baseball version of Tom Crean, thank God. But it's just time, man. Uh, you know, there's no hard feel. It's just time for him to move on. I, you know, it's just it's just reached that point where I, I think we've maximized what he's what he's capable of bringing to the plate, pun intended. Absolutely. You know, I, I kind of watched the uh, Tennessee Kentucky. I think it was this past weekend. I watched that series, and watching that series is what baseball is supposed to be like. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was a pitcher's duel. I think like the first first game, first looking game. And like game three, I mean, it was a whole lot of get you some. I mean, you're seeing 98, 98, you know, from both sides. I mean, they're hitting the ball. They're hitting the gaps. They're hitting the defense, you know. And it's just a competitive baseball game. And now when you watch us play, you know, we have spurts. You know, baseball is not a spurt type deal. You can't you, have you gotta string. You got to have a couple, string a couple together, you know, just to build confidence within, within that ball club. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were really, really good at the beginning. You know, a lot of confidence was riding high, but somehow or another, I mean, in, the injury bug hits. And then, you know, like you said, you know, you go to your bullpen and you're like, all right, I think this bullpen's guy's ready. Been, bullpen's been sorry, dude. Like, that, those, those guys are, we're, we're, we got to bring the Louie back in, man. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to coach prime these guys from the bullpen, man. It's just not working. Whatever it is, it ain't working. I I don't know what the I don't know exactly what it is. I can't pinpoint. It's probably something different every time, but it's just it just ain't working. It's just not working. You know, maybe you you change your change your practice. You know, you change something, something. Change your under like change. I don't know. Like, do you wear different underwear? Change do you to change a light bulb? Do do you do you like say okay these hats are dead like you know we can't win in these hats like we can never we can we're gonna have to burn these hats. Do you take a bat and like Bo Jackson it over your thigh? Like I, I don't know I don't know what you do. Yeah, because I mean if you look at it, every sport right now is like dominating itself for maybe two. You know, equestrian I think just won a national championship as well, or they tennis were they were is, there at least. Um, tennis, tennis is still going. Softball is still rolling, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, golf, our girls' golf team has been absolutely dominant this year. So, I mean, every single sport, you know. And I think track and field's on the rise. You're starting to see some progress in both basketball programs. So, I mean, like, so, baseball's got to get on board here. Yeah. You know, and, you know, football is football. You know, so. Yeah. Fo- it's it's just repeat, baby. It's repeat. We got we to figure out what's going on. Um, like I said, I love Chris Strickland. I love what he's done. You know, he came into a very shitty situation, um, and he he has done very well. You know, fixing it and and making do with what he's had. But it's time. Yeah, it's time. Now, he's, he's maximized it. He's fixed all he can fix. Now it's time to hopefully get the program to a point to where we can say, okay, he, no, just hypothetically, hey, head coach at Louisville, do you want to come to the SEC? We'll offer you money. You know, you know. Or, you know, bring in somebody that can help you do those things. You know, as much yeah. baseball that's played in Atlanta, you know, at East Point and all these other perfect game, all that stuff, just go there and sit and watch. You know what I mean? And, you know, because you got guys coming in from everywhere, you know, and you just need somebody from a coaching standpoint, think of Strickland's good, but from a recruiting standpoint, he's got to bring somebody in that's going to help him. And yeah. I think that's what Which, we're losing on the end. I don't think he's just going to afford himself that luxury, unfortunately. Um, you know, with, with Josh, I think Josh Brooks is a little less patient. I think he's made oh, that yeah. known. He's made that known <laughs> in a lot oh. of different ways. But I think Kirby's they've had that conversation. Oh, yeah. And Kirby's big thing is that 
you know, he's about the result, you know, and what is the result, you know, and right now we're not getting the results. So now, you know, we're, what is the solution? All right. So how do we fix this? If we can't fix it, then we got to find somebody else to do it. Yeah. We got to find somebody else who has a good plan that can fix it. So, uh, but we're going to leave it right there for you. We're going to let you fill in the blanks for the, for the rest of the way uh, on that conversation. But man, it's, you know the old adage: "Time flies when you're having fun." Man, it's it's, it's been fun. It's been fun to be back with you here um, as we as we go limping through the month of May as educators and coaches. Um, you know, there's a lot lot happening. So, to all my teachers out there, we salute you. We're with you. We're on your side. <laughs> You you We're can see how Friday. haggard we look, man. It's 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 and it's crazy. Um, Absolutely. I'm start like. You can see it more in my face because I'm sunburned. I also had some pool time today, but um, I'm, I'm a little more sunburned. I'm a little bit more weathered. I, I it just looks like I haven't slept in a while, so um, and I probably haven't. But uh, anyway, welcome to the life of a teacher. Yeah, we could do we could do a whole episode on just teaching. Absolutely, and the, the way the we kids could, are just so you know could, that little angel that you see when they're asleep and they just look so, so wonderful. Um, they're B-A-D. They're bad. Okay. And they're putting a demon really in their backpack. There's got to be. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. but it's one of those deals where, you know, like with our football players, you know, we try to keep them, keep them on the straight and narrow. We're all the students, really. But, you know, when, there's, when they're athletes, and, you know, you see the potential in those people. You mm-hmm. know, our young people are the future. And, yeah, it's scary sometimes when you see, you know, a couple of them. You're like, "This is this is who's going to be working on me one day yeah. when I'm in that nursing home." And I hope they don't remember me because it ain't going to go good. You know, yeah, so. I just I might have to move. <laughs> I might have to go to a different city. I might, I can't. I don't know if I can do that. Um, but you know, you know fortunately, coaches, everybody who worked with the uh, little the little people, mm-hmm. um, you guys are much appreciated. You know, yeah, this is coming from two teachers and coaches ourselves mm-hmm. at every level, not high well, we, school, but elementary all the way up to college. We see it too. Your story is our story, and our story is your story. Trust me. The same stuff you see at elementary school, it's slightly different, but you see it at high school. It's no, it's no different. Yeah, it's no different. That's all different. None whatsoever. Okay, so we're going to get out of here. Uh, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. If you want a vintage art watch, go to row1brand.com. Type in the promo code DOGS20 to get your vintage art watch. Be that guy at the party that that has the piece of art on your wrist. Um, but uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to break down the schedule a little bit more as we go in the summer. We're going to have uh, a few more guests. We're working on that now that we're kind of, I don't want to call it sabbatical, but now, now that we're kind of out of our, um, our early May break, which was much needed. And uh, Israel, as long as you don't go snipping internet wires in your garden, um, I think yeah. we'll be okay. It sounds like, like, it sounds like a story that I would tell somebody that I did. You know, yeah, that's something totally. that that's something that I do. Like I, I'll snip the wire. I'll knock over the modem trying to fix it. You're like I'll short something out trying to, you know, it's it just it's bad. I am just I'm just not very hard. My wife for Mother's Day and you know, I might have hit a wire or five. Oops. Me? 
you, your kids were like, Daddy, where's where's Mickey? Where's Thomas? The it train? just shows where's... you how we are on Wi-Fi these days because my kids were not mm-hmm. happy. Yeah, they, they couldn't watch Louie. You were you, and I was happy because they could watch Louie. Yeah, exactly. Blue is an integral part of your life. It's Mickey Mouse for me, so I understand. But uh, we'll uh, but we'll see you back here next time. Uh, back better than ever, of course. We're the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. We're going to keep this train uh, rolling as we go into football season. We'll pick up more steam, obviously. Um, but uh, football season will just be one big blur. So we're just gonna we're just gonna wear ourselves out and then take a little winter break and then uh, then back at it. You know. And we're just going to keep this thing going. So be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, we want to get to a thousand subscribers. So go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, hit our social medias right here at Believe in Dogs as well um, on all social media platforms. But until next time, go dogs. Go dogs. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.